0: Hey guys, welcome to Who Watches the Watchers? This is Kenny. This is Ian. And this is our comic book podcast. Today we're going to be doing Raiders by Crom and Daniel Friedman. Yes. Quite a short little read, but honestly a really good one. Yeah. Uh, Can I see it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you yeah. were going to, yeah. Yeah, no, real quick. Read, read the, the back,
1: because it's a perfect sum, summation.
0: Yeah, just to kind of tell you tell all about it just a little bit. Uh, Markin and Marin, inseparable brothers, are dungeon raiders in a land ruled by corrupt royals and filled with fantastic danger. But just as Markin decides it's time to hang up the sword and give up the raiding life, both brothers find themselves at the wrong end of the powers that be and stumble upon a secret that may unravel the entire system. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, check out the book. It's like
1: a secret, like kind of anti-capitalism book.
0: Yeah, I mean absolutely. It's definitely kind of an anti-capitalism book and just like a short little book. I feel like Daniel Friedman was like, Yeah, I just wanna yeah. say fuck the system and <laughs> tell us um, tell a sad little story.
1: I might as in well a short few pages. Uh, shout out the other creators on this book yeah, because of course Crom did the artwork. Um but instead of a colorist, they have they have it listed here as as Juan yeah. M- Murillo yeah. M- Murrillo Murillo. Murillo Murillo yeah
0: <laughs> um as the flatter a flatter i thought that was yeah. an interesting yeah
1: and then um michael look- david thomas did the letters and then it looks like diana ortiz did the graphic design um i believe crom's full name is somewhere around here i'd like to shout him out yeah, Christian Ortiz. So Christian Ortiz. I, I have a feeling mm,
0: there might be a relation there. Yeah, maybe. Um, but... I feel like this is a very personally written book, so it makes yeah, sense of that. They're all like a group of friends or something who just wanted to kind of create something short and sweet. And, yeah. What sweet, not miss, and there would like <laughs> a good word for it, but short
1: together. Yeah. Um, one thing that I wanted to to talk about mm-hmm. when it comes to the colors in this book is, well, first of all, Crom's art is spectacular. Phenomenal. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that everything is like every black isn't totally black. Every
0: red isn't totally red. You know what I mean? I get, I know like, it, it sounds silly, nice, but I almost get like Wes Anderson vibes oh, from yeah, the fact the that they palette. do like these pinkish palettes mm-hmm. for the backgrounds. And yeah, just the very, the simple, uh, colors to go with the very, very rough design yeah, overall. It's exactly. like, almost like Isle of Dogs, you know, I know yeah. it sounds silly, but like how, you know,
1: no, that's, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's easy to tell that, yeah, this is a flatter, that did the colors because everything is strictly the color. Um, And if you ever see any kind of shadow or texture to it, Mm -hmm. that was laid down by Crom on the, on the um, inking stage of it. Yeah. uh, Apparently. I I don't know for sure. We didn't talk to the guys, but that's what it, that's (laughs) what it's seemingly like
0: to be assumed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause like you'll see uh, under the shadow of the eyes, you'll see those like halftone dots. And I love that kind of shadowing um When it comes to comic art, I think it's, it's such a, a cool, like simple little just, yeah. It's that's, something
0: that could go so unnoticed, but adds so much detail. Yeah, no, definitely. And it,
1: yeah. it's a perfect texture. Um But let's, let's talk a little bit more about this story. It, we, we set up top. It's kind of a, an anti-capitalist kind of a story. Um But it's all about, it's, it's a fantasy story. Mm-hmm. Um We definitely recommend reading it. Um But it's, it's about two brothers who are raiders, mm-hmm. and the, I guess the idea of a raider is that they plunge themselves into dangerous places um, to loot jewelry and, yeah. and gold and things so like, like that. They're
0: like dungeon raiders is yeah. really what it kind of inclines, is that they go treasure hunting and is. Yeah weirdly resetting dungeons is what they even kind of talk about through the comic is like that these dungeons reset themselves with monsters. So it's it's almost like a video game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost like it's kind of, yeah. But
1: obviously there's some other kind of work at play here Mm -hmm. because they, they talk about magic. They talk about how they mine like, uh, Mountains or or Mm -hmm. caves, and they say, like, a wizard minds it with, like, some sort of spell, you know, to break open a path or something. It's it's just a cool, like, you get very, like, um, all of the examinations of the deeper world are very, just, you just get a scratch of it, and you kind of have to use your imagination to, like, piece together what that could possibly mean in a, in a larger context. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so this
0: came up pretty recently. This, yeah, is, this is 2020. Yeah, this is a newer book. Because I almost feel like Daniel Friedman, like, watched Adventure Time and was like, I want to write Adventure Time for uh-huh. adults. Because no, a I lot mean, of Adventure Time is them dungeon rating. i mean yeah. that's like a big element of that that you know that show it has them. it has it i mean it, it, it has, has those a, elements too yeah a, a look of it. dungeon dungeon uh, uh, i was gonna say dungeon time, time. <laughs> it dungeon time yeah Dude. this should have been this book should have been called dungeon time yeah, should have been called dungeon time um, but i really like yeah kind of what you're talking about that it's like this like that kind of mystical you know fantastical world with magic and like that those greater elements and yet it's still just a grounded story about like these less than magical raiders you know yeah. who kind of just go through you know the motions of of raiding these you know for the treasure looting and yeah you
1: know. no i mean it's it's a cool idea like right at the beginning it gives you everything you basically need to know um, I just wanted to talk about Crom's art just mm-hmm. a little bit more. There's um, – I want to compare it to – I see a lot of Mignola in, like, the the starkness yeah. and the cartoonist's uh, effect of it, especially in the skulls yeah, and like the skeletons. Yeah, like cartoony the skulls mm-hmm. are. Yeah, I mean, they're it's, almost meant to look cartoonish. It right? looks just like Hellboy kind of stuff. Mm, absolutely. Um, but there's this other artist, Brandon Graham, um, who's a cartoonist, and his stuff – I think Crom and his stuff is
0: reminiscent, very um, similar in a lot of ways, and I really like that kind of. You get that dark shading that you were kind of talking mm-hmm. about earlier, yeah. Those shadows that you can tell it kind of came yeah after the inking, you know, to yeah. get just that extra level of detail to it. Yeah, look at that. But even that, uh, I don't want to say youthful kind of quirkiness to it, but yeah, it's almost like
1: you know. Yeah. No, I mean it. It's oh and then of course there's extras in the back where
0: you dude can see I the love sketches. the extras in this book. Buy this book just for the extras, guys. <laughs> just for the the tattoo ideas that come at the front <laughs> pages. Yeah. Because Crom's such a genius and his artwork's so amazing in the sense that it's like so simplistic and yeah. like so like amazing. I mean I really it's funny how much adventure time vibes I actually even get from his artwork. You know yeah, what I no, mean? Like definitely.
1: Um were you sh- were you like bending over to show Myra like look at this look yeah. how cool this looks Absolutely. look at this right I here I mean
0: because there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool shots in this um, do you feel like you could get a tattoo out of here funny enough while I was reading this I got her to start reading Tom King's The Visions so, oh really yeah so. <laughs> <A> callback <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I would absolutely I would definitely get a tattoo from here since our last conversation I have kind of fallen in love Dude, with the the, spell book. the burning spell book yeah. yeah and I would even do like because I'm all about colored tattoos. I would even do like purple fire instead, oh, like a red sick. fire you know what I mean yeah <laughs> or something um, like um but yeah
1: I mean this this book uh is very cool um the main well, it's hard to pick out who is the main character in this book I mean, we, I mean it I, definitely wants us to feel
0: that it is. Markin, and definitely would say it is Markin, and we kind of just get the arc with uh, Maren as like you know. Wait, am I getting a mix up? Is no, Markin Markin is the is the older, is the older okay, brother, yes, and Marin right. being the younger. And so, no, I definitely say that Markin is our our, our, and, our protagonist. Yeah. You know, in that you know the whole uh, seeing marin going on his adventure what happens with him i mean i was cra- i was pretty surprised at how sad this book kind of is from start oh, to it's finish a, it's a full tragedy it's an incredibly sad book it's like that st- that that standard story of like a guy trying to step away from like the violent life he's mm-hmm. always lived and start a family you yeah. know but i really liked this take on it because you don't get the ending you kind of usually get you know yeah cuz even if you get this ending. What we get here, you usually get it a little more satisfactory. Where I think yeah. for a lot of readers, they'd be disappointed by the end of this. You know, yeah. like they would be like, that, that's that's how it ends." You know what I mean? But like yeah. for me, it's the perfect ending because it's a very realistic and you know, like yeah. dark ending to what the story kind of represents, or you know, it's like how great a power can truly be. Like it's great to imagine that you can stop the greater evil that's you know weighing you down but at the end of the yeah. day it's not always the reality that you're going to be the one to just stomp it out because you really want to you know yeah. um
1: i want to say real quick um i noticed in the previous episodes mm-hmm. whenever you're talking i just go
0: yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and i'm just like oh i need to stop saying it so much because it's like it's, it's just, it feels too, uh, just sharp out of nowhere. Like while you're talking. I mean, I, I like that you at least so, give responses versus I'll, just if, like, mm-hmm, if I just mm-hmm. nod, like that's just my code of like, yeah, yeah you got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about the, cause Markin steps away. Um, he's in love with a woman named Allie. Um, I, I want to just say real quick, a lot of the monster designs in here are awesome. You I like love them? I love when Marin goes off and takes his frustration out on the frog people. Mm-hmm. I think they're so cool looking. <laughs> I love the frog people so much. I wish. I kinda wish the frog people everyone was just redesigned to be frog people but I, I mean like think this whole story was just about yeah.
0: raiders of the frog people
1: yeah um, oh and then the the big action sequence at the very beginning of the book is is really good too yeah. of course
0: it, the book sets itself up, up so uh, sets itself up so well to be yeah. like I really see look at that I mean I love this giant statue at the that looking the harbinger
1: come of the end yeah, yeah the
0: harbinger of the end this giant statue they come up to to basically be like the entry to where all the dungeons and yeah. mythical stuff is you know it's like the border of the safe lands and mm-hmm. the lands that are guarded you know
1: um but yeah i mean like the snake the banshees yeah. everything is so cool looking um, so
0: to take away for i feel like for you you really crom was like what really drew you to this oh book. yeah the art design is the why only you like, reason
1: i knew this book existed was because i follow crom on instagram and i have been for years so um when i saw that he had a book i definitely decided that i'd like to um uh,
0: read it so we don't really know anything of Daniel Friedman's.
1: Um, I don't personally know too much of Daniel Friedman. I know that he worked with Sina Grace at uh, with another book, but I haven't read it. Um, but let's talk about Markin some more.
0: He he. Yeah, what did you think of our 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 lead? You know our our you know as like a protagonist. Did you like Markin? Did you like- yeah,
1: I mean his his. I feel like if anyone were to have an arc in this story, it should have been Marin, um, where it's like, you know, you can settle down, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay to settle down. Um, but unfortunately he, he was, you know, he was stolen the, of that. Yeah, or, yeah.
0: Thefted of that. I guess the victim of the story. Truly.
1: <clears throat> I want to grip it and rip it real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Grip it and rip it for the boys, for the boys. I <sighs> Love it. Um, let Cheers. me, sh- let me slurp on uh,
1: slurp on some of this. I'm, I'm going to cut out all those, all those throat sounds. No, <laughs> oh, no, I love them. <laughs> um, Keep them in there for the
0: throat lovers out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but Markin, he buys some land, and him and Allie go live out on it. Um, and Marin's like, Nah, I don't want any of this life. I want, I want more bashing. I want more. Thievery, not thievery, because these all—they're raiding from temples and and dungeons that are seemingly from dead people.
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely think it's like safe Mm -hmm. raiding. You know, what the book kind of makes it even seem like it's just trading those goods. Yeah, is more like like not you know allowed mm -hmm. rather than going and getting them. Like Baron Cush's heirloom. Yeah.
1: Do you uh, you ever? Uh, do you, do you check out that dance yeah, it's,
0: it's my that's my heirloom. I am Baron <laughs> You Cush. are Baron Gush. Okay. Um <laughs>
1: I guess antagonists. What are they called? They're the family of. They're the bishops. The bishops. And is that a last name? Do you think, or
0: th- yes, do you think that because a- it was Lady Bishop who married oh, Moyer? Because right. remember the first place the the dungeon they're or that Marin and that girl go into is the yeah. Moyer Lisette, you know, castle or whatever. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, and the, the whole Moyer family has been murdered. That that's was, what they visit you know yeah. it's such a cool exact. this book has does a lot and a little which is yeah. what i'll give it a big credit for and it actually makes me want to adventure some more of daniel friedman's writing because i was Definitely. very impressed with the level of storytelling that this book tells in a very very short amount of time and yeah and it makes you give a shit about all these all fucking da- characters you yeah, know like it's all through dialogue too yeah.
1: you know what i mean like and it's it's naturally weaved in to the point where it doesn't feel like
0: exposition yeah being dropped I, was gonna, on you. I was gonna say you know exposition basically being the biggest enemy in movies i feel like it can yeah. work so beautifully in comic books like this because yeah. vision was hugely exposition too There yeah. was so much of that where what you were seeing and what you're were hearing were two completely different things that had almost nothing to do with each other but also had everything to do with each other yeah. if you were just you know put it together right um so but yeah uh i the
1: the bit it was a fake out for me that fucking um, not only does Maron die, but Lizette too. Oh, I feel yeah. like there was definitely more importance of Lizette being, you know, suddenly introduced and and having such a a big factor in in panel. Uh, like uh, she was like
0: a red herring for a, a yeah, brighter no, future for
1: Maron. You know, <clears throat> definitely because it literally sets up like, oh shit, you know, Maron's set setting up his own like. He found his goals. alley. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um but I, I loved their interaction. I thought they were very cool. And then
0: plot twist, uh both of them get slaughtered. Just fucking wrecked by one gold bishop, which yeah. I thought was cool too, that they're like the superior fighters, and so they that's mm-hmm. why they have like the gold helmets yeah. versus the silver.
1: Um and it shows the danger, the the level of um I guess skill. That these guys have, and what Markin ends up going up against. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah, if anything, because really- it, it shows Lizette being such a badass, mm-hmm. and Marin like kind of holding his own, and then they they get beaten by one of these dudes, and then Markin ha- ends up going up against the rest.
0: Um, and I love <clears> it. I love this. This just that as he's dying, he you know just oh. just the tiny little, little Markin, and then the next panel is Markin. As screaming. largely as he can, yeah. waking up in shock of Marin.
1: Yeah. So some time has passed, obviously. Um,
0: Maren and... How beautiful and... are these body designs, by the way? <laughs> Crom? kiss! I want to kiss you. <laughs> uh,
1: <clears throat> Maren and Lizette are... Uh, they're pregnant. And um, that's when they're visited by,
0: I guess, the... The worst character in the book in my opinion. <laughs> Realistically, if you think about it, like yeah. what this guy represents he's a and, debt you know, collector. and the embodiment of yeah. what he truly is. He's pretty much the worst thing that exists here. Yeah. Because can you imagine being this guy and be like, Oh hey, hey, you know how your brother way in another area did some shitty thing? Well, you're you're we responsible
1: need, now. <laughs> we need to tax somebody for yeah. that. Um they talk about in this book too, like all the different taxes that they that they pull whenever they do a raid. Because what they do, these raiders, is they that whatever they've raided, whatever jewels and and goods they've raided, mm-hmm. they take to the bank immediately to be traded by for coin
0: or bishop yeah. coin. The bishop basically. coins, the only thing that's allowed to be traded exactly. for,
1: exactly. <clears throat> because we see later on, um, uh, Marin trying to use just gold pieces, mm-hmm. and that's illegal. Um, but yeah, this this debt collector comes in, and um, Mar- uh, Markin's not very happy about it. Uh, he. That's how Mar- he learns of Marin's death is through this, and I think once again, beautiful storytelling.
0: Beautiful storytelling and a horrible character <laughs> to yeah, no. come and just be like, "Hey, your brother's dead." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the way it's delivered, it's not like, "Hey,
1: sorry, your brother's dead." It's just like because of the deceased, you know, Marin, you have to pay his debt, mm-hmm. and and that's how he discovers it. And I think that that's a spectacular way to get that point across without.
0: And push the story to that next level right, of, like, exactly. why he would have to to fight back for Maren's death. And it's not even him just choosing to be, like, a vengeful brother, but, like, having to fight for himself, yeah, you know? Definitely. Um,
1: him, yeah, definitely. How are you going to But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great scene because he ends up taking out... Markin ends up taking out the debt collector along with two more bishop guards who um, get fucked up real good by his hatchet. Um, and that's when... They decide to him and Lisette decide to take out their house and 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 go on the run because the the bishops are the most powerful thing and
0: yeah we're basically in this world shown that yeah they're not even just powerful to their country they are like world power like as as, yeah. as reaching as far as these characters are able to go even yeah. I guess is what I would say um, one of the things that I
1: really like about this next scene where they go to meet um, what is this lady's name okay Megra. Okay, Megra. Yeah, yeah. So they go to meet Megra, which it apparently is uh, an old partner of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this
0: shot where yeah. he's like younger, and it's like her, <laughs> and she's got she's complaining of her burnt sorcerer. Okay, hands. that's what yeah. I was going to talk about.
1: Is is I when I saw this panel, I was like, dude, Kenny's going to love that fucking <laughs> panel. Um, but what I love is the the lore. <laughs> Or not the Lord, but the world building mm-hmm. that is just within this panel where she just talks about how her hands are burnt from using spells, spell burnt hands. I, I, if that's from something, I mean, great pull right. to put into your book. But if you've created that, uh, Daniel Friedman, fucking props, because that's so sick. I would love to see more shit like that um, when it comes to
0: like aged sorcerers with like calloused yeah, burnt, you know, up like hands. yeah, they look like yeah. they have third degree burns on their hands from just. Energy and magic having mm-hmm. gone through them so much, absolutely, and I love that you get that you get her aged complaining about her burnt hands, and then just one panel of them, and they're using yeah. her you know l- literally using fire you yeah. know? so it's just it's like a funny little transition
1: <laughs> this panel though where it's the it's markin <laughs> and uh Megra, and then this third uh party member who who knows? Yeah, who knows he, he looks he looks sick. Um, I feel like that's a D and D party for sure. I, I feel like this is this is like loosely based after a D and D that either Daniel Friedman or Crom had at some point because I, it's just this all just screams D and D to me. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. It, yeah. Um, no, that's, so fun. that's so that's that's so funny because that that has that's such an idea that they must have pulled in for inspiration yeah. <laughs> from something like that. And if that's the case, that's amazing. That if well, imagine if like all of these creators, just these four, are the D and D party. Yeah, good call. And we're like, hey, let's uh, let's just let's, write this down. Yeah. like we make we, a book. They like did this D and D story, and we're like, that was fucking awesome. We should fucking <laughs> put that on paper. <laughs>
1: um, one thing that I, I got to give major props again to to Crom is the faces because they're not. They're not like technical in any sort of way, and he pulls it off. He pulls off perfect emotion. Like, look at this stagnant, like stoic fucking Marken right here crying, and you, you, you get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I love this shit. It's so good looking. It, yeah. I just I can't give it enough praise.
0: Definition of doing a lot with a little. I love the the real dark black outlines yeah. around his eyes. That you know the yeah. dark shadows to really once again show that that's seriousness. That's in, yeah,
1: yeah, that's in the inking, and mm-hmm. and it has. Um, I mean, unless it was flatted out to be black, but I, I can imagine that Crom went in there and, and made it black himself, and you know,
0: these kind of untraditional
1: overhang panels. You know, oh yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Um, but yeah, the, the book ends with Markin deciding to get his revenge, leaving the best way he can anyway. Well, yeah. Trying to get his revenge. Um, he leaves Lisette and, uh, he goes off on his own to, I guess the Bishop's main castle. Yeah. And we get we get to see some badass yeah. shit. I I mean, we just
0: get all these fun little mini panels that are all tell a story. Yeah. in their own, you know, right? Yeah,
1: especially right here where he's like suiting up mm-hmm. every different piece. Um, but I love this scene. This is Mignola's fuck right here. This monster back here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this scene it it kind of shows where they get their monsters that that infiltrate the dungeons.
0: That mystery of the dungeon filling. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it kind of. It kind of confuses me just a little bit. Is this like stimulus check? Like, what, what, how, how does this work exactly? Where they have to reflood the <laughs> dungeons with, uh,
0: it's like keeping the masses distracted. You know oh, what I mean, okay. it's like keeping yeah. pillaging for these things, you yeah. know, keep them going down in the dungeon so they don't rise against us. You know what I mean? That's a good keep, call. Keep them dying in the dungeon so they don't league up against us. Yeah. yeah.
1: But uh it shows one guy being worked on by some dark bishops, some dark uh priests and um it they cut him open and he's birthing goblins. And they're horrifying and adorable at the same time. I love this I little know. guy's face right here. Um and so that's where Markin's like fuck. They've been they've been running the whole economy over cyclically just over and over and it's just they're having us kill ourselves to raid just for them to re-flood the fucking dungeons with the fucking pillaged Mm -hmm. all over again you know what i mean it's just crazy but yeah he fucks up the the dungeon he blows it up he cuts up some dark bishops and he fights some more that fucking mic drop you
0: know (laughs) the torch just
1: (laughs) yeah very true um and then he goes on to fuck up even more boys and then oh okay but then
0: he gets confronted by our two gold boys <laughs> oh yeah that's right
1: yeah so this is where it shows the the power dynamic of um how strong these guys are and how strong mark can, can be and how how well he can outlast mm-hmm. um i love how much room uh Friedman gives crom in this book cuz either he wrote panels strictly as description without
0: um I really like dialogue. Our, our D&D theory right now. I feel yeah. like that's, that tracks. <laughs>
1: yeah, but right here in these panel, there's there's, panels, there's countless panels. Sometimes it feels it was
0: written backwards. Like it was drawn first and oh, then written in later. Right? You and think you, so?
1: Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Crom is, he's, there's, it's silent. There's so much silence in this book. You know what I mean? There's no dialogue throughout. I could say like Six, seven, fucking eight. a third of this book is silent.
0: That's so true. How many pages is this that uh, we essentially get, you know? Yeah. One two, three. Well, well kind of, kind of. You know, yeah. it's no direct dialogue. Even it is what we could argue with that. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, three or four pages of just nonsense or non-talking. Yeah, violence. Where did that page go? Do we? Oh, we skipped over this. One. Yeah, That's we we was. skipped that I see one. Where yeah, it was. okay, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's just it's awesome because it literally lets the action play, and I, it's it's so well written. That you didn't even tell you couldn't even tell
0: you weren't reading. Yeah, do you have epic music playing in your head when you look at these panels? Because <laughs> I can't kind of do. You know? I
1: think. Do you listen to music whenever you read?
0: No, no, I, I prefer to. I prefer to read in silence personally. But... Oh, okay. I, I always listen to music whenever I read. Just like instrumental music or
1: like No, I know, listen music. to music and, and I feel like it, it definitely goes with it a lot of the time. Um, I don't know why I just, I prefer to, I think it shows whoever I'm with that like, hey, I'm busy. You know what I mean? Like, cause I have headphones in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean this, these scenes are fucking awesome. And it, it goes on like this where it's just pages of battle. And he he gets fucked up and he fucks up this
0: so, part. I'm so bummed. I, w- I would love to see this not on a book simply because of how it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. stuck right there because you can't actually see uh, Markin very well.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, on the physical, um, this big spread of the Eternal Champions in the dining hall of the Bishop's Palace, Marken is like deep in the crest or the crease, mm-hmm. um, the spine. Um,
0: but it's See, we, this is something interesting. I feel like the book didn't really explore until this moment. Is that there's basically not corrupt raiders, but these that choose to like conform to the like system. They're like superstar raiders. Yeah, they're, they're
1: like they're like, hey, if you work hard like us, you you can be one of us. Yeah, you know what
0: I mean. They're like commercial raiders. Exactly. They're essentially like commercialized raiders who have songs about let's, themselves. Let's say explicitly and, yeah. what this is, because
1: there's there's uh, tables of just a smorgasbord of, like, Street Fighter characters, yeah, but medieval, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and they're all different designed. It's like, fuck, someone has a story for each of these dudes, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but, this is the
0: rest of their D&D party that just wasn't <laughs> no, there is, that This name? is all the enemies or un, and uh, non-playable characters yeah,
1: that they face or meet in the, <laughs> in the campaign. Um, but, yeah, there's, I guess, the king? It doesn't say who these people are exactly.
0: I'm assuming he is the bishop, yeah, obviously, the, the bishop, bishop ruler, yeah, at yeah. this point. They refer to him as the bishop, but he's, like, yeah, the ruling bishop heir mm-hmm. of this family. And so, yeah, because that's what I love about this ending, exactly. It's very indirect. It's kind of almost meant to be interpreted, you know, like, as far as, like, because we just see him murder. Oh, yeah, know, the kid. The yeah. kid, and but, I mean, like, it implies, I'm assuming, that that's, like, the heir line. to the throne yes, so he's definitely. just he's killing their bloodline but it doesn't explicitly say that's that that's true Anywhere. you know maybe he
1: did get his revenge because these fuckers look like they're too old to reproduce yeah, that thing. yeah this guy looks like he's too old to reproduce I so think- maybe Markin because di- spoiler alert Markin dies in the end um, but maybe Markin gets his revenge by killing the boy right
0: here. I mean, that's where I kind of was talking about how I feel like this could be a little unsatisfying for some people yeah. who would like – who love like a really stoic character like who has like a really a really stoic ending, you yeah. know. And I, this is an incredibly stoic ending, but it's also not in a way where he's yeah. basically forced to like choose like – to settle on, well, I guess I'll just murder the little boy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I kind of feel like that was an accident. I don't think Mark. You don't think he
0: intentionally hit him? Because look, you'll see him right
1: here. He's, like, Fuck. He's kind of frowning a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that that was an accident. But I think. That's a win
0: in the end. It's like um, a philosophical win, if not intentionally exactly. what he was going for. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I want to just say real quick. I thought he was about to battle all of these dudes with I a know. broken sword.
0: We're like because Markin
1: it... Markin's Mark sword gets broken by yeah. one of the gold bishop knights, and he's literally coming in with a fucking fourth of a sword. <laughs> And I thought he was about to fight all the eternal champions with that fourth of a sword. I was like, damn, this shit's about to fucking go down.
0: Especially when this one jumps up and is like, I'll kill him. (laughs)
1: Um, But um, it makes me long for a different version of this world where there there was glory. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like what if we saw the eternal champions and they were Mark and, and Marin and Lizette, less Mad Max and more something else. Yeah. No, I mean, this could be, this is like dungeons, dragons, Mad Max. Mm -hmm. You're very right when you say that. Um, but yeah, there is one eternal champion that jumps out. He looks like Rolento from fucking street fighter alpha (laughs) and, or (laughs) like mixed with Dawson a little bit. Um, (laughs) and then, um, yeah, Markin meets his end, basically, after he kills the kid. He throws his hatchet. That's what it is. He throws his hatchet, he kills the kid. Um, and then we see a flashback of, of... His last
0: moments with Allie, basically. Yeah. You know, one of his last moments.
1: Yeah, Markin saying bye to Allie, and then um, and then the, the final panel is is black. Well, no, it's the apple, but still. Because, yeah, Ali would always give him apples. The that's apples that's what we, we see at the, at the very beginning of the book. So it is circular in that end as well. Um, overall, this is a great book. I love this book. This is, um, I don't know, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody is the thing. How do you feel about that?
0: There's people I would specifically want to recommend this yeah. to that I really think would – love the story especially because of how short and sweet it is i mm-hmm. think there's lots that god that's a big thing it has going for it you know definitely what I mean? it does, yeah no it's a it's an easy read it gives well and even beyond that it gives you just enough of these characters to care about them and to yeah. want more of them but you to know you'll never get that more and that mm-hmm. in itself is kind of satisfying that it's just this one mm-hmm. nugget of their you know their end that you kind of get you know and i think is so satisfying because they could easily do like raiders and it's just like pretty cool and it's just like some Markin stories of like yeah. some of his raids before this story but i think that would be doing this an injustice on how yeah like a, a pure little gem it is yeah you know it's just something that's just like super sad honestly
1: yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah um i feel like my fault when it comes to this book is that i didn't i was mad at mark and Marin. I was mad at him and I didn't get to see him redeem himself because I know that he would have or could
0: have given the time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because he stole the Baron Kush heirloom that Markin had had raided as his that, last item. That, last thing, that was yeah. the last raid that he was gonna do. And so he had this the let's describe it to anybody who hasn't read the mm-hmm. book. It's it's like a necklace with a gigantic jewel on it. Yeah. A gigantic like a giant gold, giant red, gold yeah. basically
0: a giant ruby on the front of a giant gold, gold pendant. Plate, yeah. yeah.
1: Um but he he steals that item whenever he
0: leaves Mark and an
1: alley because he wants to go raid. And so he wants to put together
0: a team. He needs money to pay the team. yeah. Right.
1: And so he, he sells that in a back alley deal. And I feel like, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I was mad at, at Mark Marin. I, I keep getting the names mixed You're up. Okay. Um, I keep, uh, excuse me. Uh, I was mad at Marin, and I feel like I was starting to like him, and I was starting to see the arc he
0: was going to take. You liked that, like little brother underdog who mm-hmm. just had to like kind of go on his own and yes, find his own definitely. way in. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like they even hinted that Markin had done that himself when he said, "You know, I had to go oh, off from father, father and yeah. do the same thing." So yeah, I feel like they. But that's what I think. Kind of the point is that. Missed opportunity, you know yeah. exactly. It's that melancholy of someone who was starting to figure it out. You know, we see him at like that that adolescence of being like, "I want more. I want to do more yeah. reading." <laughs> and <laughs> it I, reminds me of like a bunch of guys we went to high school. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's just like a
1: doofus kind of. But like, I I I loved him. I wanted to see him. And succeed. and I and his story is so
0: relatable, you know, yeah. like you, it's totally something you can understand and come from. Like that, he's like the younger of the two, you know. He ha- his brother's gone raiding for obviously years past what he's getting to, and is now yeah. like, no, nah, we're done. Yeah, like, I'm happy and want to have a baby, and he's like, no, I want, I want my own glory. I want yeah. a cool eye patching <laughs> battle scar, you know, like <laughs> yeah. the hell. Yeah, like so. I mean, I totally like Marin as well, simply because he's so relatable or something that yeah. really um understandable you know how yeah. he feels and what he's going through in the story same with marin though you yeah. know marken and, and see now i'm getting yeah. <laughs> now i'm getting their names mixed up. same with Markin, though i mean it's totally understandable that after 20 years probably of like violence and gore i mean that's what he says like you'll learn that it's the simple things in life that make you happy you know you Definitely. just want quiet in a farm you know like i totally can relate to that too
1: yeah um But yeah, I mean, I I would definitely recommend it. I'd I'd recommend it to people I know that read comic books. But I I guess what I would ask is, would you recommend this to somebody who doesn't read comics?
0: Actually, yeah. I think I kind of on the opposite would more recommend this to people who don't read comics simply because it's something that is Oh, isn't seeped in like... 80 years of history yeah I mean like you that. don't need to know anything else that this this is gonna give you you that's don't need true. to know anything else but what this book that's, gives you and then it's satisfying true. and good so I think yeah this is kind of made for people who don't want to read comics I'm like hey you want to read like a really sad story <laughs> really quick <laughs> that's got some dope Wes Anderson colored-esque art you know yeah um so that's why I would kind of think it'd be great. Like I mean for our audience who don't know our friends but I would say like Patrick is someone I would highly want to recommend oh, this really? book to but I think he would be disappointed with the ending. The uh, fact that it's both like semi open ended what we kind of kinda, talked about yeah. and the fact that like I said you know it's like not, it's no, not that no satisfying glory. stoic yeah, yeah glory glory ending you know yeah. so it's a much more realistic kind of sad ending of what how that situation would probably actually go you
1: know. Yeah very true. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean that, that makes sense. I, I could definitely see Patrick enjoying a lot of the
0: aspects that this, mm-hmm. this book brings. Yeah.
1: Um, and I mean, I definitely did too.
0: Anybody who likes a good stoic adventure, you know what I mean? Something yeah. that's just got like, uh, I am a, I'm a tough guy who does tough things and can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> read yeah. Raiders.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a great read. Um,
0: uh, is that are we? Is this the yeah. end of the podcast? I think that, I think that's pretty much it. For Raiders. I mean, it's a short book. It really is no, a yeah, short. No, read, so there's not much to say on it. So I think we should. Uh, next week's next episode is going to be Daredevil, be Daredevil, Born, Daredevil Born, Born, Again. Born Again. Exactly. Yeah. So next week will be Daredevil
1: Born Again. Um, which, by the way, uh, you picked Raiders. Hmm. Um, I picked Daredevil Born Again. So we do need to discuss what's going to be coming. After what are that? you going to pick? So yeah, you'll have time to look at the list that we made. Yeah, we'll um, look over the list. And then we'll we'll say on that episode what's coming yeah. next. Because I'd like to kind of plot it out a couple of books ahead for anyone that's listening to this sequentially so they can, you know. Read along. Read along, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I definitely rec- recommend Raiders. Um,
0: uh, and I love you, man. I love you, man. I will see you then. I will see you on another time. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. guys.